there he is. Dare I say, world's greatest podcast bass player? I mean, submit your own nominations, but we know who the winner is. It's Fish P over there. Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenido, secret friends. My very favorite time of the day, Podcast 30. World's teeniest podcast, always 15 minutes or less. Water damage or not, we're just going to go. There is this story out of Brazil where I think I found my soulmate, and I don't say that lightly, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Let's talk a little politics first. Iowa, of course, is on Monday, and hopefully Iowa delivers a surprise. As fans of the genre of reality show known as politics, let's just let's just hope Iowa delivers a surprise. And then the week after that, New Hampshire, things really start to get interesting. Cuz if you know me and you do, you know nothing makes me as rock fucking hard. Just through a brick wall, rock fucking hard like a brand new presidential poll. And there is a new poll out of New Hampshire. And one Nikki Haley, darling Nikki, as the late great prince would call her, is within single digits of Donald Trump. Wow. Now, of course, in New Hampshire, independents can vote in the primary, which skews those numbers a little. But if Nikki overachieves in Iowa, Ron DeSantis underachieves and he gets the fuck out next Monday, Chris Christie should probably think about getting the fuck out too. New Hampshire's right there for Nikki Haley. And then we'll see if the national political calculus starts to change. Exciting time. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., where they're doing politics for real, yo, nothing happens until the Republicans get a deal on the border, but the Republicans don't really want a deal on the border. They would much rather use the border as a political bludgeon as a base turnout anti-immigrant machine. They want to just beat the fuck out of Joe Biden with this issue. But nothing happens in D.C. until the Republicans get a deal on the border. A border, excuse me, a deal they don't want. Can we talk about Brazil now? Can we? Can we? Can we? Pretty please? Pretty please? Thank you. This is my soulmate here. I read this story and I'm like, oh, I fucking get it. That that makes perfect sense. So this elderly man in Brazil, and let me know when you start to identify the parallels with, with my life. So this elderly man in Brazil has a very powerful dream where he thinks the good Lord himself is talking to this man. And he has a prophetic message in this Brazilian man's dream 
that there's gold, and a lot of it, buried beneath his kitchen. So rather than ignore the words of the Lord, I mean, this is like a Jesus Christo lottery ticket, right? You're not going to have this dream and have it not be real. You got to believe and believe. And this guy believed. So over the course of a year, this elderly gentleman in Brazil digs a 130-foot hole in his house. There's like a 36-inch hole in his kitchen that goes 130 feet into the ground, searching for treasure. Only for the man, and this is the sad part, but the man falls in the hole after digging it for a year, even paying people to help sometimes. Man falls in the hole, and, well, I am not an expert in anatomy nor physics. Your guess is correct, as is mine. He didn't make it. The elderly man is, is not okay. Unless, of course, the real treasure wasn't gold, but it was heaven. Just throwing that out there. I feel uh, this podcast in many ways, in many ways. Uh, we are a lot of things, but in a lot of ways, we're a, we're, we're a man in Brazil digging a 130-foot hole because God told us to, and we're just destined to fucking fall in it and die. Then on that uplifting note, last night I'm watching the college football championship the university of washington versus michigan mission of course won by like 20 points but i learned something very interesting the quarterback of michigan who's quite accomplished i believe his record at michigan is something like 26 and 1 or something in games he starts but he's very into psychology and sports psychology and just getting his brain to a place where he's able to get the best out of his brain and his body and his spirit and his soul. It's important to this guy. And Michigan actually has a team psychologist that works with the players on this. And here's something that I've never heard before. To kind of switch up the brain waves. Every day, the Michigan quarterback brushes his teeth with his off hand. So for me, that would be my left. If you're left-handed, you'd be your right. You know what offhand means. So he brushes his teeth with his off hand while speaking affirmations and visualizing positive outcomes. I did it last night. I did it again this morning. And if today's podcast sounds like a man in Brazil who's digging a 130-foot hole in his house searching for treasure, uh, that's why. That's why. But we talk about just turning on, turning off, changing the luminosity of certain light bulbs in the chandelier, and it can change everything. 
I thought that was very interesting, brushing the teeth with the offhand. Ladies and gentlemen, Fishby. All right. Thank you very much, Fishby. Did you hear that South Korea has banned the dog meat trade? 2024. Apparently an issue that divides old and young in South Korea. But they've, they've banned the dog meat business. All right, here's Fishby ship. Hi-dee-ho to the bastard child of Richard Simmons and Bob Newhart. It's me, Fish B. And do you feel you've gotten 2024 off to a healthy start? And were the Golden Globes good or bad for host Joe Coy? And then forget the pop quiz, hotshot. We're going back to trivia time, motherfucker. It's our wordle. In TTMF, where I'm 0 for 3, Today's category is legends, bro. Legends, bro. Am I pronouncing that correct, Fishby? All right. I feel like today's the day where I get one right. Let's get this year going. But as always, let's do the questions first. Heidi Ho, the bastard child of Richard Simmons and Bob Newhart. To me, that is not an insult at all. That's one of. That's an incredible compliment. I mean, not only is Richard Simmons, not only did he help thousands, if not millions of people sweat to the oldies, one of, if not David Letterman's very favorite guest of all time, if you don't count Regis, he wore pantyhose and jogging shorts, probably still does. I mean, there's a lot of things to like about Richard Simmons. And Bob Newhart, two successful sitcoms, if not three, might be the most underrated comic of the 1900s. Bob Newhart, so. Do I feel I've gotten 2024 off to a healthy start? Have I been, and if we can just simplify things here, but have I been, have I been eating right? Yeah, for the most part. Has my sleep been any good at all? No. No, no, no. At, at, at no point thus far. In, <clears throat> excuse me. At no point in, in 2024 have I gotten more than two hours sleep at, at any given time. And that's a big deal. And then I know when I am feeling okay, because that's when I'm committed to the YouTube yoga with Adrian. And here's the thing about daily yoga. I have to get to a certain place of, of feeling good enough to be able to do it, to be able to unfurl the mat on a daily basis. And that's always hard. But, but once I get in the groove of it, I feel so much better when I do it, so. But I'm, I'm reading every day, I'm writing every day. In terms of those other things we're doing, all right. I'd give us, I'd give us a C plus. It, it's not due to lack of effort. It's just that um, we got a lot going on and some days are easier than others. 
And were the Golden Globes good or bad for host Joe Coy? Well, they're good in the respect that Joe Coy's name is is out there. He's certainly a hot topic of conversation. And, and if you ask Donald Trump, uh, there's no such thing as bad news when you're in the news. The name of the game is being in the news, and Joe Coy is fucking in the news. The danger here is, because he was so unwell known outside comedy circles that he um that to Joe Coy could be associated with bombing. Let's just hope it doesn't become a, a verb or a noun, however I just used it. So it should be a good it should be good for him though. He's a talented individual. And trivia time, motherfucker, where you're 0 for 3. Today's category is Legends, bruv. Who's the bigger selling artist? Miss Dolly Parton or Mr. Willie Nelson? I mean, they've both been in the music biz for like over 60 years, I think. Um... I know Willie's put out a bunch of albums, like over a hundred, but I, but I think I'm gonna go with Dolly Parton just because. Final answer, Reach. And the answer is, according to Fish B, one Dolly Parton who sold a hundred million records to Willie Nelson's sixty million. Dolly, born January 19th of 1946, 44 top 10 country albums, 110 top 100 singles, 11 Grammys, and the 24th most popular theme park in the USA. Willie Nelson, meanwhile, 100 studio albums, 74 solo, 26 collaborations, 14 live albums, 341 songs written, 16 million owed to the IRS. Country's not my jam, but fascinating question uh, nonetheless. Thank you for hanging out. We only have 15 minutes, up by noon at the latest, every single weekday until the motherfucking wheels fall off. Till manana. Say adios, Fishby.